0: As protests demanding racial equality and justice for black people continue to spread mostly through Western civilization, that's where the money is, the now popular definition of systemic racism was developed by Joe Fijan and his book Systemic Racism, a theory of oppression is presented as follows. Greater than Fijian develops a theory of systemic racism to interpret the highly racialized character and development of this society exploring the distinctive social worlds that have been created by racial oppression over nearly four centuries and what this has meant for the people of the United States, focusing his analysis on white on black oppression. It will not be lost on anyone with an ability for critical thinking that Mr. Fijian is a sociologist and social theorist, and that his book is reduced to a theory. Obviously plenty of talking and thinking went into the writing, but the word evidence was not used in the title, which flies in the face of hard claims of institutional racism academia never fails to amaze. Then we have Jane Elliott, a walking contradiction and creator of one race, although race is a social construct, unless it destroys the progressive agenda. Ms. Elliott is the darling of the unobjective media, seeking only acceptable explanations for racial-slash-ethnic shortcomings that never expose the underlying facts. While the claim that there's only one race, the human race, continues to make the rounds, not a second is wasted to point out the various races when convenient. In essence, all humans are intellectually equal until they fail to produce the desired outcomes. Then it must somebody's fault. Examples that academia will avoid like the plague are Ethiopia, Europeans didn't build that misery and an African tale of post-colonial ineptitude. Using police misconduct of white officers perpetrated on black victims is now the preferred method to explain away the generally lower economic tier of the black population in America, and the only logical explanation is that something, somewhere must be holding them back. The mirror was a wonderful invention. Instead of seeking sociological, theoretical nonsense and philosophical fluff, academia must focus on the simpler facts that will invariably lead them down a road they don't want to travel. The myth that all men are created equal is a starting point. Greater than it always starts with the usual complaint that certain groups relentlessly exploited other groups, and that amends must be forthcoming, but that position runs counter to the premise that all men are created equal because long-lasting defeat and inability to build and succeed would have never occurred if everyone was intellectually equal. Greater than. Greater than but one must ask if anybody stopped to ask why suburbs are mostly inhabited by middle and upper class white people. They certainly did not seek refuge, welfare or economic opportunity in Somalia or anywhere outside of Western civilization. Did Steve Jobs prevent anyone from acquiring knowledge and building something in their garages? Did Isaac Newton impede anyone on earth from being curious about gravity? why didn't some witch doctor in Africa fly a kite and beat Benjamin Franklin to it? It's as if they're looking for the cause of diabetes and blaming gray clouds while soaking their digestive system with sugary soda and glazed donuts. To illustrate how the racism debate will never end, please note that we've gone from we must be colorblind to colorblind ideology as a form of racism. Greater than racism? Strong words, yes, but let's look the issue straight in its partially unseeing eye. In a colorblind society, white people, who are unlikely to experience disadvantages due to race can effectively ignore racism in American life, justify the current social order, and feel more comfortable with their relatively privileged standing in society. Freiberg, 2010. Most minorities, however, who regularly encounter difficulties due to race, experience colorblind ideologies quite differently. Colorblindness creates a society that denies their negative racial experiences, rejects their cultural heritage, and invalidates their unique perspectives the mindless conversation will continue about privilege and lack of opportunity without ever considering the historical socio-techno-economic achievement of black people and other minorities. In white privilege, if only Caucasians were extinct the simplicity of the argument was presented as follows. Greater than therefore, the one scenario that has not been considered is that of eradication, and is summarized like this, if only Caucasians became extinct 500 years ago, all other races would have invented, developed and built the world as we see it today, and the socio-techno-economic achievement of non-whites wouldn't be so unbelievably dismal without the interference and blockage from white privilege. Greater than. Greater than do you think that if Caucasians were extinct, you would be surfing the internet over Wi-Fi, and watching the politically correct Oscars on a TV in your living room, while corn meets its final pop in the microwave? Liberia was the destination for free slaves and by 1867 the American Colonization Society had assisted in the migration of more than 13,000 blacks to Liberia. Over 150 years later, Liberia has an annual per capita GDP of $1,300, 2017 estimate, and places 221st out of 228 countries in the world. Considering that no white privilege, oppression, or systemic racism were or are present in Liberia, would Oprah Beyonce and LeBron James find wealth and celebrity in its free, all-black society? Systemic racism is yet another term to distract from the deficiencies that cannot be ignored, and as usual, the proof is in the pudding. Dash